When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. And it'll probably be you. You heard me. Um, I have a question for everyone. Okay, you ready? Yep. Um, it's not really, it's a statement more than a question. I could tell you what day of the week it is by walking into the men's room down the hall. Uh-oh, does somebody have a regular uh, bowel movement? Somebody was eating a lot of garlic over the weekend or something. I, every Monday when you walk in that men's room, it's like, holy Christ. One thing I've noticed about the restrooms here, they're nice until they get used. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. The cleaning staff does one hell of a job every night, but that those bathrooms hold an odor like nobody else. No it question. It is insane. If no somebody doubt. used it at like 8 a.m. In the, in the morning and you go in there at 2 p.m., you're going to know about it still. Oh, yeah? It's crazy. What, so is it, what do they eat? A lot of garlic? A lot of onions? What the hell are they eating on the weekend? Strictly refried beans. That's, <laughs> that's it. What, that's what it is. I just got I walked in there. It was dropped to one knee. It's like, well, I have to pee, <laughs> so I better get back up and get to the urinal and get out of here. <laughs> Honest to God, it's like, what the hell were you eating? Because it's flying out of your ass right now. Yeah. That's. Right. I mean, I'm assuming. Yeah, they. There a lot in their life probably wasn't going well. If especially at 10 o'clock in the morning, if they're already in there blowing up the bathroom, maybe some. Uh, <laughs> Very true. Day after drinking poops going on. I don't know. Maybe, because there was a Viking game yesterday. It's very, very true. Yep. No question. Uh, Andy just got here a few minutes ago. He looks great. Looks very healthy, which I'm. I'm very grateful for. I mean, it's kind of what we're talking about already, that family thing. You don't like to see anybody in your family being ill. I hate no. that. Mm-hmm. Right? Correct. So what else is happening in the world? Anything good? Um, I feel like we should talk about that story that uh, AJ put on Tom's news story. The ice cream and potato chips are found to be as addictive as heroin <laughs> and cocaine. Are you buying that really, though? I don't know. That's why I want you to no. read it to me. Well, I was going to say, it's that if you want... This is for one after I leave here, but one that's going to get you really riled up, Tom, is the new Gen Z trend. Oh, I'm already pissed off. You're going to love it. Is that in Tom's news stories? It is. It's in Daily Top Trending. Okay. um, Netflix is going to open stores? What the hell would Netflix sell in a store? Yeah, that seems like a reverse move to make money. Yeah. Yeah. Also also kind of a cool flex like hey we put blockbuster out of business and now we're going to open our own blockbusters we are on, blockbuster. on their grave <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who the hell, but who's going to go buy a dvd 
I was actually just thinking about that the other day because I had we went uh, and got some Chinese food the other day, oh, and we drove that. past this old family video store, and it was oh, one yeah. of the last remaining ones where we actually went and got like a physical copy. And I never, I, I don't have the urge to ever go and like get one, but I was thinking there, looking at the empty building because nothing's moved in uh, into there yet. But I was like, that'd be fun to just go walk around there, you yeah. know. But I, right. it'd be once every like year maybe, you yeah. know. It's just That's it. yeah, such a hassle. Ladies and gentlemen, can't put down that bag of potato chips. Science says it's not you. It's the junk food, ultra-processed foods, or UPFs, get it, are just as addictive as nicotine, cocaine, or heroin. Bullshit. This is another one of those scam articles. Yep, it's just for the headline. Oh, I had a potato chip. I'm Jones and man. Right. I just, it's not, nobody's, I need to take a potato chip break at work. Otherwise, I can't go on. You know what's amazing about that? Have you ever been around somebody who literally was jonesing for, like, heroin? Uh, not to my knowledge. I'm sure, yeah, Good. I've been uh, I should say, yeah, actually, yeah, I have, probably have been around. It ain't I pretty. At least one. I will tell you that. It'd be much worse than a potato chip. I gotta be honest. Right. With like, do people go through... This is one of those things where it's, like, almost offensive to, like, people that are battling, like, heroin and cocaine oh, addiction. Listen, I because, remember when like, I left newborn Gogo for a bag of Lay's potato chips. Yeah, but you're no. damaged. Right, but you're not like if you you're not like having there's no intervention or you're not laying in a bed sweating going through withdrawals because you didn't have some Lay's potato chips. I remember when I abandoned my family for Oreos. Absolutely. <laughs> no question. Oh, have you had one of those new Oreo ice cream bars? No, no, but wherever you found one, I'm going to get one immediately after <laughs> the show. Lunds and Byerly's. Yes, it's a, it's a. What do you even call those things? They're kind of like not really pop. They're always chocolate covered, like a fudge sickle. Yeah, only it's real chocolate rather than just the icy kind. Okay, you know it's ice cream inside of a like a chocolate covering. Yep, and it's like on a stick. Yes. Yep. Okay. God, those are my God. But I've always loved Oreos anyway. So do you think that's part of it? There is nothing in this world that is better than, like, Oreos dip. That's the one thing I'll still use for milk. Like, dipping oh, yeah. Oreos oh, in yeah. milk, yep. elite snack. I don't care what anybody <laughs> says. Elite snack. All right. Ultra-processed foods, or UPFs, are just as addictive as nicotine, cocaine, or heroin, experts say. And more than one in ten people are hooked. I knew it now. See, that's the whole deal. I, I don't have a perspective on this because I love potato chips, but I eat them probably about twice a year. And maybe this is the reason, because if I did eat them a lot, I probably would be about 800 pounds. What do you think? Yeah, probably. I mean, don't you, when, when you, know, you love something so much that you have to tell yourself, I really have to like, dole this out over a year? You're rationing off your, rationing it off. your potato chips? That's exactly chips. right. Uh, a new analysis of 281 studies across 36 different countries has uncovered that a staggering 14% of adults are hooked on ultra-processed foods. The finding is shocking given that UPFs, like think sausage, ice cream, biscuits, soft drinks, and sugary cereals, have previously been linked to cognitive decline, cancer, psychological distress, and even early death. Uh, you believe in anything in this story? Early de- He ate an Oreo. He's going mm-hmm. any minute. No, and like, is it just because of the potato chip? No, yeah, that's like, the thing. It's more right. of a, you know, what people that eat a lot of potato chips probably also don't 
exercise super Absolutely. regularly, or they also do have other traits that when you put all of them together can lead to early death. And like I said, I love potato chips. I think they're wonderful. Those Lay's potato chips, fantastic. Yeah. Or the my favorite right now is the uh, I think it's Ruffles has a like hot. Cheeto barbecue oh, yeah. <clears throat> flavored type chip. That's really good. But I will tell you something, and I don't know what, where it stands now in the market, but growing up, there was no better potato chip than Old Dutch. It was phenomenal. No, There was a, um, a race car driver, and I mean talking about it at a very professional high level, mm-hmm. who used to bring a trailer with him when he come, came in. I think it was up at uh, Brainerd International Raceway, mm-hmm. I think. He would bring a huge trailer with him and fill it full of old Dutch potato chips. To take <laughs> oh, dang. I can't remember the guy's name, but he did it every year. It was on. Matter of fact, I, can't, I think it was Channel 5 that actually did the story. They went out and talked to him about it, and he opened the door, and this thing, you couldn't have gotten an extra box of potato chips in that, that trailer, <laughs> man. That thing was full. So, I, yeah, I, uh, does it ever say in the story why it is that these foods because they're very salty foods, no question. They're higher in fat. So is that what it is, the salt and the fat kind of combo deal? Yeah, probably. Let's see. Brittany's uh, staring I'm at reading. pornography. I'm, yeah, I'm looking at porn. Um, <laughs> I'm at porn right And now. this porn says that <laughs> two girls, one cup. Um, nice, UPF, very nice. UPFs for many uh, people are addictive. And when people experience food addiction, it's almost always to UPF products. So it's not, I don't, it's not really getting specific about, yeah, the chemical reaction. Uh, the analysis was led by University of Michigan professor Ashley Gearhart, who previously created the Yale Food Addiction Scale by applying the same criteria that experts use to diagnose substance addiction. Well, see, once again, you can do the comparison because when you're using their data, you're going to think, well, this is just like being addicted. Well, it's not. Uh, maybe for some people it is. Maybe very few people, but maybe some people it is an addiction. I don't know. It's just I've never had that problem, whether it's drinking or I've never been a big drug guy anyway, though. But, Tom, do you remember, like, um, that show we'd watch, My 600-Pound Life? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I would say that that falls into heroin for them, the way that they would react to if somebody wouldn't go get them the thing they wanted and how much it is ruining their lives. I would say that the way they react, like, yeah, you and I probably, if you told me I could never have a potato chip again, I'd honestly be fine. I don't really care that much about them. Whatever. Right. Um, But, like, the way they reacted if, like, somebody wouldn't go get them something was crazy. It was. You're absolutely right. They would lose their mind. And I would say that's, like, a like the 1% like extreme side. I don't think that's your everyday person with potato chips. Ad- yeah. Addiction. It says the analysis was led by the University of Michigan professor Ashley Gerhardt, the addiction scale. That criteria includes uncontrollable and excessive consumption. See, there is the problem. There, there, there's the deciding factor for me. Uncontrollable? No. I... I, that stuff does not get out of control. If I shouldn't have potato chips, I just don't eat them. Yeah. I don't think I have an uncontrollable desire for anything other than Catherine, of course. Yeah, you know, of course. We kiss. all have it for Catherine. Yeah, no, it's just that kind of... No, I, I... Look, I like eating as much as the next person. There's no question about it. My weight has been up. It's been down, all that stuff. But as far as one or two kinds of foods, um, I don't... 
think so. I don't know, maybe soda. Maybe that'd be the one thing, maybe. But that's because of the how you get jacked up from all the good stuff in there. Right. Yeah. Oh no, definitely like <laughs> Especially like for me is like caffeine or like energy drinks, right. especially on like weekends where if I'm working a long day, it's like yep. I gotta yep. have something to power through. Me too. Same situation. So, but as far as the potato chips, ice cream, I love ice cream. It's wonderful. Potato chips are really good, but I don't eat them every day. I don't even eat them every week or month. No. They just come and go. Do you go through periods where you'll have ice cream like three days in a row and then not have it again for about a month? Yeah, mm-hmm. I do that same thing. Yeah. Or just with certain foods in general, like if you're like, oh, you know what? I love fried rice. I've had fried rice, oh, I love fried rice. twice this week or something. And then you're mm-hmm. like, yeah, I haven't had it for three months. And then you go back to it. And so, yeah, it's all moderation. And sometimes you have a lot of the same thing and sometimes you don't. Hey, does your mother know? Uh, because John Hines sent me a message because he moved to Florida and he's looking for a good Chinese restaurant on the west coast of Florida. I'll ask my mom. There is, okay, again, I love Florida, but my uh-huh. mom the other day. Do you? Do my you? mom the other day told me about a restaurant that she loves called Noodles and Sushi, and it's both an Italian restaurant and a sushi restaurant. Ooh, I like it. And I was, like, laughing so hard, and my mom was like, Brittany, I'm not going to lie, it's some of the best sushi I ever had, which I believe her. Mm-hmm. But Florida be wild sometimes with their restaurants. Well, yeah. Yeah. Usually any restaurant that's a combo restaurant where, like, we're going to do two very different things, not really the greatest choice to go uh But they have at. some of the best Cuban food you'll ever oh, eat in Florida. Cuban. Like, oh, God, it's oh, that I don't even venture out. So, like, uh, you know, tell John Hines, say, like, I understand that you're craving, what did you say, Chinese food? Mm-hmm. Just go Cuban and just eat all their oh, Cuban God, food while you're there. Wonderful. It's so good. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think he lives uh, near Sarasota now. I'm not really sure okay. about that. But I don't know anything about Sarasota. I've, I've been to Sarasota once, but I don't know anything about it, where to go get food or that stuff. Now, Andy, would you what do you like Joy down in, when we go to Florida? Uh, I think I've only ever been there like once. Is there one Chinese place you really did like over the years? We used to go to Sushi King all the time. It's not Chinese, but we were talking about sushi. Yeah, yeah. Sushi King's, sushi King's one of the best sushi places I've ever been to. Yeah, that's and it's just like some place. little place in the middle of nowhere, basically. So if anyone knows of a really good Chinese like, restaurant yeah, near... Chinese Sar- specifically? Yeah. I can't think of anything. Sarasota, Florida. Let me know. Give us a call. I'll, I'll pass it along to John Hines. Well, he's on TV all the time now. Yeah. They're doing the Blue Cross Blue Shield commercials and all that. John Hines is doing those, which is great, I think. Yeah, what did we, what was he just all over about? Like, I just saw him, an article about him. Oh, there's an article about him? Yeah, I just saw it, like, this weekend. What was it in? I don't, maybe social media. Yeah, maybe. Oh, it was in our unofficial Tom Bernard fan group. They were posting pictures of him because he was in that blue uh, cross blue shields commercial god i've known john for about 52 years dang yep long time tom you said you enjoy oreos correct yes okay well me and you after the show we're gonna hit the streets we're gonna find eric perez he doesn't like and we're gonna (laughs) and we're gonna set him straight because he thinks he could just come in here with this oreo hatred into the dms of the show he goes oreos are overrated thank you i vote ish thank you he goes he'd rather have black licorice 
I Eric, that like is the most blasphemous thing I've ever heard in my life. I love Oreos. I'm, I didn't want to rain on your guys' because like, we needed some positivity, and I didn't want to go negative. I'm happy your mom's going to Florida, Brittany. Oh, oh a shot! <laughs> Shots fired. Shots fired. I'm happy. It's Monday, Tevin, uh, and I I'm, am a vindictive little bitch, so you just hold on. Uh, I'm bringing Oreos in tomorrow. I, I'm not mad at Oreos, but like I would... I would pass them up so easily. I think they're so overrated. Um, um, you're right. Unless you have milk, I'm not going to eat an Oreo. I'm not trying to torture my mouth. You know what we're going to do? We're going to get JB to come in, and I'm going to stand right between Tevin and, and JB, and we'll make our own human Oreo. <laughs> I like that Oreo. It's a good Oreo, don't you think? Andy, what do you think? Oreos. They're fine. I don't know, like you don't care decent-ish. That's fine. I'll accept neutral to Oreos, yeah. but <laughs> fairly. Well, as far as cookies go, hates Oreos. as far as cookies go, my uh, yeah. my go-to was always the Pepperidge Farm Nantuckets. Okay, those big dark chocolate chip cookies. Oh yeah, I'm sure well, they're like gonna... seventy thousand calories each. That's Let's fine. see. Actually, I haven't had one of those in I don't even know how long. Okay, how about this soft batch? Soft batch chips ahoy, like the you know the. Mm-hmm. Little round cookies, a soft yeah, batch, yep, is clutch, yep. mm-hmm. or Oreo. I don't really like soft cookies that Oreo. much, unless they're fresh baked. Like packaged soft cookies, meh, meh. Except for the grandma's cookies. What's that? The oh, like, like the gas station. Yeah, the gas station oh, like grandma's. Well, yeah, oh, some, some of them are like this big. Like well, Subway, no, the Subway's cookies. Or Subway has insanely good. amazing <laughs> cookies. Yeah, they do. And those are soft, but they're also fresh baked. Yes. so they're not packaged. This is how life should be, bitching about cookies on a Monday. Now yeah, we're talking. That's, that's yeah. No, I don't really, like, I'm not passionate about a lot, and I'm not going to hate you for a lot of things, but don't come for Oreos and, like, delicious cookies. That's that's one thing I'll stand on a hill for. I was trying to think of one thing that I really like that everybody criticizes, and it had their... Black licorice. Yeah, yeah black that's licorice. right, black licorice. I love black licorice. Me too, I always have. hate it. And you don't like it too, that's right. Yep. I don't know if I know anybody other than you and me who loves black licorice. Not yeah, that many. No. That's, yeah, it's gross. I'm anti-anise. Yeah, that's the thing. Is I think you have to grow up. In your case, it's not anus. Thank you very much. Great to be here. I'm but. pro-anus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. What were you saying, Andy? You have to grow up with that kind of thing, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know who would have been that got the... Well, we had the little snaps, they were called. They were two cents a box. Mm-hmm. So now they'd be about $55. <laughs> But they were little kind of candy-coated uh, little tubes of licorice. Yeah. Do you remember those? Yes, absolutely. That's they where were... I first learned to eat licorice. So they had the little coating around them, which changed them a oh, bit. Oh, yeah, those. Remember okay. those? Yeah. yeah. They were really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where I learned about licorice, I guess. I just bought some licorice about three days ago again, as a matter of fact. So the world is spinning around. So you're a Red Vine fan, too, then? No. Okay, because I'll say red vines are disgusting. No, they Grow are. Up, I agree. Kevin. Grow up, Tevin. <laughs> oh, so you I like red it. vines? Yes. I'm See, sorry. They're that... terrible. What? They're terrible? They're right. boring. It's like, how can boring. we make licorice, regular, delicious Twizzler licorice, terrible? I would <laughs> take a red vine over a Twizzler any day. I also, they make way better straws. Think, think about that mm-hmm. as a kid. That's very exciting. Right. How about you, Andy? Where do you fall? I never had red vines until I was like in my 20s because Minnesota is Twizzler territory for sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. Red vines, I feel like, are more like East Coast. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
but I like red vines more because they're much more cherry flavored. Oh, that'd be good. Red vines are like, like intensely cherry flavored, which a lot of people, it's a little too much for some people. Okay, I'm going to throw a wrench in this. What do we think of the brown Twizzlers? I There's brown Twizzlers? Existed. I didn't either. I never even heard They're of them. They're so good. What flavor are they? It's like chocolatey, <clears throat> but it's like synthetic chocolatey, but they're so... Uh, I huh. will find it and bring it to us. It might be a North Dakota thing, because that's what we oh. had all the time. Yeah, because I never even heard of them. I'm on it. Well, there's that licorice company, I can't remember the name of it, they do run TV commercials, and they have literally every flavor of licorice. You see it I on would... TV all the time. I bet there'd be all sorts of flavored licorice at that world's biggest can or the Minnesota's biggest candy store. I love that place. That's a great spot. That is a good spot, no doubt about it. All right, we're going to wrap it up a, an hour early today because we're going to go get some licorice, and therefore, <laughs> you know. Love it. No, I, I just, yeah, so I, whatever. I guess it always works out in the end. And just quick, I know we got to go to break. The nothing gets the listeners going like this Oreo and snack debate. They are, <laughs> they are all chiming in. I want to yeah. hear it. Some, hear it. some pro Oreo, some anti Oreo. We don't hold what? it against you. You can still listen to the show. We'll allow it. But yeah, the the whether it's Jill or Joe from Louisville. Darren's chiming in. Yeah, everybody's got some opinions on some snacks. So I want to hear a couple. All right. Well, Don't you think? Oh, yeah. Well, I thought we were going to go to break. Well, we got three we got, minutes. We got, okay. we got three minutes. We're we fine. got uh, Jill, who says Red Vines are way better than Twizzlers. So she's yeah, on Jill. with you guys. Oreos. Did you just call her a Jew? No, I said Jill. You said, yeah, Jew. Uh, Joe from Louisville says that the Oreos are the caviar of the cookie world. Don't mess with his Oreos. I can't <laughs> yeah, do, couldn't agree more. And uh, Eric... Eric Chimes back in. He says that he one makes a homemade banana oatmeal with chocolate chip cookie that's supposed to be amazing, and he loves black licorice as well. Love the guy. Um, Jane favorite. or sorry, Darren says he loves the soft batch cookies. He's with you, Brittany. Yes. And then James Franklin wants to know: Have you guys heard of Hydrox? Oh, oh, Hydrox yeah. cookies. Oh, it's a form of Oreo. Hydrox oh, okay. was actually the original. It was the original. Oh, that's right. Okay. So yep. yeah, he was just curious what if anybody had any opinions on that versus Oreo. Not as good. No. Do you think, Andy? I don't know if I've ever actually had them. You can't find them anywhere. No, okay. Oh, you yes, can't anymore? I haven't had them. I have no idea where they even... I don't know if they even make them still. Yeah, maybe not, because I haven't seen them in a long... Hydrox, Hydrox cookies. Let's see here. Yeah, they might not make them anymore. By Leaf Brands. Uh, you can buy them on Amazon. No, that's, that's one great thing about Amazon. They got everything. No matter if it disappeared... Amazon still got some somehow. Yeah, the, right. the, the company could have gone o under like yes, 50 years ago, exactly. but if they see somebody quick Google search for it, they're like, well, we'll just make it in the mm -hmm. back real quick and send it to you anyway. God, do you think this is true? The average employee spends about 11 hours per week writing emails? Oh, I don't I doubt it. Yeah. The amount of emails oh, I get on a daily yeah. basis, it's, I hate it. Yeah, and it's no matter what job, because right now, like all, even like, like normal like sales in person's job things like that they're transitioning because everybody wants to be online so they're like yeah we will rather than pick up the phone and call you send you an email i don't why did, did you send me this story about depression uh yes i can pretend oh you did for the bit well it's not very nice though <laughs> if you want to avoid depression stop working with britney yeah, but also. <laughs> she goes, yeah, but also. You would lose a lot of fun. Yes. Would you be less depressed? Probably. Oh, I don't think there's any question to that one, but, you know. <laughs> You're right. There are a lot of really good stories on here today. No question about it. Um, we do have about one more minute. This airplane etiquette thing, what's that mm -hmm. all about? 
Ooh, I think that was an AJ one. Oh, no, 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 that was a me one. I thought you'd love this because uh, you always talk about how easy it is to not get arrested on planes. And so I thought this would be something that might be a no-brainer, but maybe we should do as a public service announcement. We're going to get that done. You know, this computer, for some reason, takes forever to get the slide loaded. So in other words, it'll show up. You know, the little slide thing on the right side of the screen? Yeah. You can click on that and scroll down. Yeah, some reason so this computer takes forever to do that, and I don't know why that is. Just how comfortable do you make yourself on a flight? Modern air travel can be hard enough. Passengers have had to deal with a spike in ugly mid-flight incidents, additional uh, charges for baggage, and shrinking legroom. Then there are the unspoken and sometimes clearly spelled out etiquette rules that some passengers ignore. A survey by online travel engine Skyscanner found that there are seven behaviors in particular that most offend passengers. I have never been on a plane where somebody went off the deep end. I, I, the guy was kind of headed that way, but it never got that far. Have you ever been on when somebody loses their mind on an airplane? No, but it's on my bucket list. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen it. <laughs> and I've flown a lot, too. Yeah, you so, have. So, I don't know. Brittany, ever? No, but it was almost me and Alex one time when we were stuck on the tarmac with both her kids for like eight hours. Oh, oh that was oh. in Charlotte, North Carolina. I yeah, we both that. almost were like the pure person who pushed the emergency <laughs> door hatch. <laughs> I remember that. You got oh, that was the same day, by the way. So you guys are held up. And did you have to stay there overnight or just for several hours? We ended up staying there overnight, oh, and right. we I used thought, your thought... credit card to buy all the food. Really, I, it's hard to believe that happened. What are you talking about? But uh, that was the same trip, by the way. So I'm taking everybody to the airport and this, that, and the other thing. We walk up to the counter, and the guy behind the counter, this is in, in uh, Key West, Florida. Guy behind the counter, oh, my God, aren't you Mike Bilski? He's a big fan of Bilski. He's like, <laughs> really? Good guy. The guy is originally from Minnesota, big listener to the morning show. And so he just loved Bilski. He was all excited to meet Bilski. And I said, you don't really know him. Once you know him, you'll hate him. But, you know. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe not hate him, but, uh, you know. Okay, so, you know what? We'll take a break. I'll come back, and I'm going to do those seven things, most annoying things on an airplane. I'll do it after uh, Kristen Burt because I want to do the whole thing. I don't, I don't want to just run through it quickly. I want to do the whole thing because I have n- one time I was on an airplane where a guy took off his shoes and socks and put his naked feet right between <gasps> Fitz and me oh. on the armrest. Ugh. He put his naked feet on the armrest. And Fitz turns around, you know, Fitz has a voice like this. And he's 6'5", probably weighs about 3'10". He's a very big man. Turns around, looks at the guy and goes, you better put your socks and shoes back on because if I take my belt off, you ain't going to like it. Oh, my God. <laughs> he threatens to choke him to death Jesus. with his belt. Like, yes, sir. Is there anything else I can do for you on this flight? <laughs> oh, my God. But why God. would you take your shoes off yeah. but your naked feet? That's... The- on somebody so else's armrest. No, this not is not okay. your house, people. It's not your house, Pally. We shall take a break. Be right back. Kristen Burt will join us right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Dougie, how's life in Baldwin? I love it, though it's a bit hard to find a half-calf, decaf, heavy foam. We'll give you some heavy foam. Yeah, that's what he said. Anyway, I just came back from the National Ford meeting and got to hear Bill Ford, Henry's grandson, and Jim Farley, who's the CEO, talk about the future of the company. It was really interesting, and I learned some cool stuff. Read this. Ford builds more vehicles in the USA than any other brand. 
Huh? I thought it would have been Tesla. Not even close. Keep reading. Ford outsold Toyota in 2022 and is on track to do it again. I didn't know that either. Probably these commercials. Yeah, sure, pal. Ford also has the largest number of assembly workers in the United States. You know, Tom, I've really fallen in love with the product. From the electrics to the super duties, thanks to you, a lot of people have reached out to put Ford on their list. If you want to talk cars in general or Ford specifically, reach out to me at Doug at FlagshipFord.com. FlagshipFord.com. Tom Bernard is back. Every weekday, you'll hear Tommy B, Brittany Arneson. Yes, that Brittany Arneson. Along with Tom's pals, Kent Herbeck on Fridays, Bob Sansevier, Mike Stretch Gelfan, Tim Lammers, and from Channel 5 Eyewitness News, Chris Eggert and Kristen Burt on entertainment and pop culture. It's Tom and the crew with opinions on news, opinions on life, opinions on entertainment, and of course, opinions on opinions on other people's stupid opinions. The Tom Bernard Show is a podcast, so you can listen when you want to listen. In the car, on the way to or from work, at home, on the job site, or wherever you need your Tommy B Show fix. Hear the show on the Tom Bernard Show app in your app store, as a podcast on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts, or see it on YouTube on the Tom Bernard Show channel. Hey, Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, I hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter code MUSIC at checkout. That's harrys.com, code MUSIC. At the UPS Store, we know this upcoming holiday is when things can get busy for small business owners. Exactly. My to-do list and I don't take days off. That's why you can count on us to be open and ready to help with every small business need. Whether it's packing and shipping or if it's just to check your mailbox. That's almost everything on my to-do list. My list and I can take the day off. Woo-hoo! Your local The Everything to Help You Be Unstoppable store. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. The UPS store locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Yeah, Beverly, I know I know you got away from Brittany, but I got a show to do. I can't talk to you about that. Mommy! So, yeah, Beverly, have a great time, and I'll watch over her. I know she's a pain in the ass, but I'll, I'll get that done for you. She would never betray me like that. <laughs> <and talk to laughs> you. She would never betray me. Kristen, we're having a bump in the road. Brittany's mom left for Florida, and she's falling apart. 
I just Aww. I just had a moment, and then everybody started talking about when if my mom ever dies, and then when their mom died, and then I had a real big moment, and now I'm back to normal. God, who what was a sad thought? <laughs> uh, she'll get over it, big baby. It's true. God, who who the hell was it again? It was a story that was told on the show a long time ago. Something about this guy with his girlfriend was breaking up. Well, there's a true story. His girlfriend was breaking up with him, so he was all distraught and he hated it. So he goes and talks to his buddy. His buddy goes, "Look, just handle it like this. Just kind of ease into it. Don't go off the deep end. Just calm down." Maybe you guys could end up, I think you got a little too aggressive before and you were scaring her. So just calm down. It'll be, you know, maybe I could set up a lunch or something like that. And the three of us, I'll go to lunch with you. He sets up the lunch. The woman shows up. He shows up. And then the other guy who was supposed to be mm -hmm. taking this all in shows up, walks up to the table and goes, come back to me. <laughs> it's like, no, bad start. <laughs> Really bad start. Can you imagine going through that? Oh, I mean, guys, like, there's some guys that just don't take breakups and stuff like no, that well. Like, no, I remember working at the House of Comedy, and one of the comedians that came in had just oh. gone through a breakup. Oh, God. And we were on our way to the queue to do radio, and he was like, you know, Tevin, have you uh, ever dealt with, like, a breakup? And he's going on and on about this relationship. And I was Did like, you do this? Yeah, I was like, look at look me. Look at me. No. So we were like driving and he's like, and I kept trying to change the subject because I'm like, I met you a day ago. So, you know, oh, yeah, we're going on the show. Listen to Tom. Isn't that we're going here? He's like, keeps bringing up the girlfriend, bringing up the girlfriend. I was like, oh, so you must have been with this girl for some years. He's like, oh, it was like a three-month relationship. And he's just totally distraught. Made me stop at Whole Foods on the way back so he could get, because he was going to change his diet and win his girl back. Oh, and stuff like oh no. That. That's so oh. Tevin, I remember that so vividly. Oh, you do? He came, yeah, because Tevin came into my studio and was like, this guy is a wreck. And it was so funny. So he'd be on air with you, Tom, and he'd be like, yeah, jokes. <laughs> the mic would go off and he would just sit depressed like, oh. And he was, and I go, Tevin, did he just break up last night? He goes, not only was this relationship only three months, they broke up like two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, he was, and it was, yeah, it was, he was like, he met her at his show, and she was, uh, she was a, you know, LA 8, which is, you know, the most beautiful girl in the world, and oh, it was just, a, I'm like, hey man, like, I'm gonna be your therapist for this drive, but then I really need to get your act together, because you gotta go be funny on stage. All right, well, oh not a full-time comedian, he was actually the general manager at KQ, his name was Mark Steinmetz, no. <laughs> I just made that up. So who do I know the guy? Yeah, and his name escapes me, but oh, sure, I'll have to look it up and figure it out. But he was not, back to me. not the not the <laughs> funniest comedian in my opinion, but uh yeah, he was emotionally just a wreck. You should have done that though when he was a wreck over losing one. She said, you know what? The other thing is you're not funny. Like yeah, it got it got to the point where I was just like, hey man, like there's other fish in the sea, like you'll yeah, bounce. There's therapy back. for that. Um yeah. Oh, I, I bet. I was like, I need to drive 80 miles an hour down Cedar so I can make it to the cube before he just has a mental breakdown sitting next to me. You know, and I was very lucky in my life. I've never been through that because Catherine's the only one that actually went out to dinner with me when I asked her. So, you know. Nice. It all worked You're out lucky. in the end. So I didn't, uh, you know, didn't have the big dating life. But other than that, anyway, Kristen Burt, I'm going to start at the beginning with a uh, review and then we're going to get to the good part. Because I saw the worst movie I've ever seen over the weekend. Oh, wonderful. <clears throat> Horrible movie. 
Every minute of it sucked. It was only an hour and a half long, thank God. It's called The Royal Hotel. It's an Australian movie, and the two women in it are pretty good. Everybody else, it sucks. The movie's terrible. You ever heard of it? I have. I'm just curious as to what inspired you to go see it. Because they were raving it. It's a thriller. First of all, it was not a thriller. I don't know why they called it a thriller, because I do like thrillers a lot. Then you should have gone to see Exorcist. <laughs> Lick me! Catherine does not like those kind of movies. Catherine is not big on your Exorcist movies and that kind of stuff, but she didn't like the movie either. You know, we didn't talk during the movie about it, but after the movie she said, that movie was terrible. And, <laughs> and I agree. Actually, there was one, the, the beginning was great because we walked in the theater and we were the second people coming in the theater. There were about four of them. And they were sitting at the far left end of this row of seats. And Catherine and I happened to get the far right end of this row, the same row. And as we're sitting down, the guy looks over and goes, those seats are taken. <laughs> Which I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> There's 8,000 seats. Those are the only two that were taken, apparently. <laughs> Which I thought was funny. But yeah, I just, uh, movies need to get better, Kristen, because TV is really good now. Movies need to get a lot better. Well, they're going to have to after yeah. this weekend. Yep. And, you know, I think, obviously, I'm sure you've talked about Taylor, because I'm sure I know Britt went this Ooh. weekend. Who? Taylor Swift. But I think that there are a lot of lessons learned from all of this, and the studios really need to take kind of a hard look at kind of what happened. Because, first of all, people are willing to pay more money for the right film. Mm -hmm. Definitely have learned that, because... Taylor Swift's tickets were a little bit more expensive than normal. So that variable pricing, which a lot of, you know, AMC has flirted with in the past, that could be a thing if you have the right event movie. Um, this is a game changer for the studios. Studios just got completely cut out of this weekend's box office of that $96 million that Taylor Swift and AMC earned this weekend. They have to figure something out because the model is now officially broken. And it's going to be yeah, broken again when yep. Beyonce comes up with her concert film December 1st. And that those are concert films, but there will be plenty of actors with very deep pockets that will be able to do the same thing. Kevin Costner is doing it with his upcoming movie Horizon. So we'll see how this plays out. Um, and, and I think if you look at it, people are looking for that communal experience. And I'm sure Britt talked a lot about that, but the singing, the dancing, the ability to use for this particular film, your cell phone and kind of experience it like the way people did at the stadium tour, because a lot of people weren't able to afford those tickets. Mm -hmm. This was their opportunity to have that same communal experience. Okay. Yeah, Tom, you would have loved this because I, okay. So of course, like, I don't feel like you would need to go to a Taylor Swift movie of a concert. Like you would be mm -hmm. fine without going, but I'll tell you this, there were a bunch of kids dancing at like the base of the screen to the oh music. Oh my God. See, I would like that. Yeah, and I, right. oh, I died. And like when they were dancing to shake it off, they were all just going so hard. <laughs> and the whole movie theater was singing along. And, you know, I brought my little 12 year old neighbor, Josie, and she would lean into me and we'd both sing out loud. And it was just so fun and silly. Like it didn't, at first, every, you're like, are we allowed to sing? And then you just realize, Everyone's dancing, everyone's mm -hmm. singing, mm -hmm. and these little kids, these little baby Swifties just like singing their hearts out and dancing like they are on stage killed me. Well, yeah, my niece took, uh, my cousin actually took her three-year-old daughter, and she said we couldn't afford the concert tickets. It wasn't great to bring a three-year-old for $1,200 ticket anyway, but she said they had the greatest time. And I think, again, it's wholesome entertainment. And again, we're not talking about like, 
oh, we're always divided as a country. Guess what? Everyone came together, no matter who they voted for or whatever else, and enjoyed huge. Taylor Swift. That's huge. Big. I was about to make that exact same point, Kristen, that even though I, it's not something I'd go see and I, you know, I don't, it's not for me, I think it's magnificent because we need more people getting together and enjoying one another instead of this constant puking up hatred thing that we do now. It's got to stop. It really does. But here's a way to do it. I mean, yeah, that, that, right, and right. I, I think Barbie was another over the summer. That was another communal experience for many people that they kind of came together. Other people who are movie lovers did Barbenheimer. So I, I think we're starting to see the shift. The studios are going to have to jump on this because Good. movies are planned so far in advance. That's the one issue because we're like, we have Marvel movies planned for 2027. And I'm like, OK, think of something else to fill in the blanks in between all of this, because this summer was a game changer and I'm so happy it happened. It's really funny. I just mentioned that, that movie that the Royal hotel is an Australian movie, but I, as I told you, we've been watching Endeavor, which is a British TV show. We got through the first season. We're through the first six Yay! hours. <laughs> so, so we're move on. There are nine seasons. It's going to take a while, but very, very good. And then we watched an Australian film, and I can't remember what, it's the perfect, not a film, but a, a series. It's Australian, it's called The Perfect Something, but I can't remember. Really, really good. So now that we have streaming from around the world, and we do, mm-hmm. um, you better be good in the movie theaters. Seriously, those movies better be good, because otherwise people can just stay home and watch a streamer. Well, and, and that's the other thing that's kind of come out of the strike because the streamers do need some content and we've seen a more global view of all of this. So we will be seeing more TV shows from other countries again, which is great for us mm-hmm. because it is. we are so focused on our own little bubble here in the United States and other countries get our shows all of the time. This is a great opportunity to explore what other countries have to offer when it comes to entertainment. Yeah, no question about it. It's a huge part of life. I don't think a lot of people do understand that with all these different strikes going on and not being able to go to the movies. And when you do go to the movies, they're not that great. And we need that kind of entertainment to distract us from some of the tougher patches in life, right? Absolutely. Entertainment has always been one of the greatest and the arts in general. I shouldn't even just say, you know, TV and film, you know, going to the ballet or going to see an orchestra play. They are just such a great escape from Mm -hmm. what we've, you know, deal with on a day to day basis. And also in hard times, some of the greatest art comes out of that, too. And we went yesterday. Unfortunately, Andy didn't get to go yesterday because he didn't feel well. But the whole family other than Andy went to uh the Seavers uh, Fall Festival, which is just the, the little kids, seven, five, and almost two years old, were in heaven. Honest to God, they just loved it. And to, not one person, there were thousands and thousands of people there, not one person was being a jerk. I think people are really, really, really looking forward to it. I just want to go somewhere and be happy and have a good time. I don't want to put up a pain in the ass, right? It was yeah, a I was great in, experience. I was in Joshua Tree over the weekend, and we oh, went okay. with, my cousins were in town from Chicago, and we went to see the solar eclipse, and it was just, it was great. There were people hanging out on rocks all over Joshua Tree, um, <laughs> looking up at the sun, obviously with safe, approved glasses, not like trying to burn our retinas. Uh, yeah, <laughs> But right. it was really a, a sweet experience, and it was fun just to see everyone there. I mean, we got there for sunrise. We were there at like 5.30 in the morning. It was great. I remember being a, I guess I was probably about, 13, 14 years old, and uh, this guy's father said, what, what are you listening to? I said, I'm listening to the blah, blah, blah. And he goes, oh, God, how do you like, I hate the Beatles. 
first of all, how the hell do you hate the Beatles? <laughs> I mean, first of all. And secondly, I'm a kid. Why don't you let me enjoy my life, asshole? <laughs> Such a right. weird response. I know. It's like, what? Right. Anybody that hates on, especially if it's like music related yeah. or where it's something like, okay, yeah, it's not going to be for everybody. Like, let you enjoy the Beatles. Let you enjoy Taylor Swift. Yep. Like, who am I to come over here and try to rain on your parade as you're having a good time? That's exactly what I'm talking about. Britney absolutely loves Taylor Swift, and I think it's great. It makes you happy. Makes and me billions to the economy, both Beyonce yeah, and, and Taylor Swift this yep. year. Oh, Beyonce's tour is like, isn't hers like the highest grossing tour in the history of tours? Absolutely. Yep. And yeah. I, you know, and their fans are originally were arguing over like who earned more and who's better. Forget it. These women are in each other's corner. Beyonce showed up to Taylor's premiere. I expect to see Taylor at Beyonce's premiere. They're in it together. Yeah. And I think that's the one thing that a lot of people like get lost in with like the, Oh, well it's Taylor versus Beyonce or something like no, that. Like no. they all like all the, especially like the entertainers, like they're pulling for each other. Like they're all friends half the time. Any like, beef or drama is all manufactured to get Ex more attention oh, to themselves. Kevin, you couldn't be more right because like the Venn diagram of Beyonce and Taylor Swift fans are like circles yes. on circles. Yes. Like no no Swifty or, you know, uh, the the Bayhive are by any means because I I've been to two concerts of each of those. I've cried at both of them. Like I love Beyonce. I wait, love wait, Taylor wait, Swift. Wait, wait, wait. Are you saying that both of those concerts your mother abandoned you there right, too. Say, you know what? Crying yeah. at you. <laughs> you know what? Childhood trauma. Childhood trauma. That's exactly right. Do you think we will be able to get back to a point? Well, first of all, we have to do there, and I'm very serious about this. We need to shut down the far left and the far right. They need to shut up. We've had enough of their division and puking all everybody. We need to get together and have a Democratic Party and a Republican Party and everybody can just get along and be happy for one another. Will we ever get get there, do you think, ever? Oh, well, at least we're getting there through entertainment. Let's mm -hmm. do that. that Let's well, okay, there. good start. If that's the start, works for me. Uh-oh, Alex is here. She, she came a, in to destroy the show. She had a look of disappointment on her face when she saw me sitting in Britney's chair rather than Britney sitting in Britney's chair. <laughs> oh, no. I get that. Kicking off the week in the wrong yeah. way, right? Yeah. <laughs> Way to go, Tevin. You've ruined my daughter's yeah, life. That's... <laughs> Alex, we're talking about uh, Taylor Swift and all these other things. Did you go see the movie? No. Are you going to? Probably not. Just too busy as a mom? No, I just don't. And Brittany, don't yell at me. I just don't care that much about Taylor Swift. Well, I understand. But, uh, that's fine. No, that's you funny. want me to take Fawn. <laughs> Fawn, actually, we've talked Fawn about this before. She's not a huge Taylor Swift fan because she swears in a couple of her songs, and Fawn's uh -oh. really against oh, yeah. that. Uh -oh. Yeah, she, and so. she does, you know, pull out because she's, what, what, is she 34? She'll be 30, she's 32, 33. Yeah, she's um, a little bit younger than I am. Anything she's made in the past, like, you know, five years has like a swear in some of it. So I would have yeah. to say like, she might just want to see the abridged version, like the shake it off kind of vibe. Yeah. And um, we can, we can watch old concerts, Vaughn and I. Yeah, great. Yeah, did, you love that. did they hand out friendship bracelets at the movie theaters? No, well? you just wear all yours and then you trade with kids, which. If or, or no, that's what I mean. Like, did you trade friendship oh, bracelets when you went of, to the movie? Of course I did. See, my favorite thing, Tevin, in the world. You didn't leave them on the bus? I've, is well yeah when i didn't leave it on the bus my favorite thing in the world is to interact with other people's kids i love kids, kids so like right, yeah. the friendship bracelets you'll see girls kind of like shyly going around and i'll go up to them and like do you want to trade friendship bracelets and then i'll let them pick which one they want 
And then I go, well, you pick one for my outfit and they'll pick one off theirs. My, it's my, it was the highlight of my weekend is, and then a mom came up to me and goes, do you mind trading with my daughter? And I was like, of course I will. So fun. Did you get any of the souvenir, like popcorn and soda buckets? I have the popcorn bucket that's pink inside. It's super cute. I have the uh, plastic Taylor Swift cup, which I will bring in. I think it's going to be my water cup in studio. Um, and uh, yeah, so I went ahead and dropped about forty bucks on, on the concession cup? stands. <laughs> no, on all of it. But think about this. This is genius. Disney does this all the time with their like branded do, popcorn yeah. buckets. Why haven't we been doing it at the movie theaters? <clears throat> yep, this is right. way to generate income and save our movie theaters in some ways because a cool event like this, you want that souvenir. I do feel like it will eventually be my household's throw-up bucket. So that's uh we'll yeah, that's that. nice. That's yeah. very what is going on at your house that you need a designated bucket for this? Oh, don't even Children. not this debate. Yeah, don't, don't get back started on the kids. kids. That I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah there's a whole debate that we started online is if your household had a designated throw-up bucket or not. Yeah. And there's two different worlds. We cannot get into this again. No. What's wrong the, with the toilet? Yeah, the toilet, the toilet is the kids, designated. Kids the cannot get, in, get to the toilet to throw up until they're, I'd say, like six at really? the oldest. Yeah. The trash can, though, it was always mm-hmm. with, a, with a lined Hubbler. plastic bag. Yeah. Oh. It was always my thing. I uh, I have many, many travel barf bags from when I was pregnant, and we use those. There you go. Alex, you have to tell the story because I wanted to hear it from your voice. I just saw it printed out on my phone. Printed out? Yeah. You printed it out on no, your no, phone? No, it was printed you taped on it my to phone. your the phone? Little, it showed up in I imagine whatever the hell. I it's imagine. Who gives a rat's ass? I don't even know what any of this technology is. <laughs> yeah, your you're phone. really you're hip with phone. it, Dad. I don't, I, I don't go on any of that crap. I use my phone to go, leave me alone, goodbye. It That's was a text message, phone. ladies and gentlemen. I sent him a text message. <laughs> it, text message. <laughs> it was not printed out. It was an iMessage on his iPhone. Yes. That's exactly uh, yeah. what it was. It was not printed out in iMagine. But I want to hear, now what, what kind of dessert was it she was having or cookie? Or what it was, was she eating? an ear of corn. Oh, it was corn. I thought it was some the sweet no, thing. It was an ear of corn. Okay, so she's eating an ear of corn. We As were, you guys are leaving? Yeah, we went okay. to this like fall festival thing yesterday with like a corn pit, a giant slide, an agility course, like a train ride, all the things, and a giant jumpy pillows. And Melissa and Ethan came, and then they left because Ethan's two, and he likes things for 14 seconds, and then is like on to the next one. <laughs> and then mom and dad left because they had to go back to their get Jude from doggy daycare, and so we stayed for a lot longer. And Fawn was like, can we get an ear of corn on the way out? And I was like, sure, we can get some corn. And as she's eating it, walking to the car, I was like, how's the corn taste, Fawn? She went, oh, it's like heaven. And then Sage was like, can I have a bite? And then he took a bite and he said, it is like heaven. (laughs) (laughs) An ear of corn. Yep. I love it. I love that stuff. Little nothing, kids getting excited about eating an ear yeah, of corn. Nothing beats sweet corn on a fall day. I you love know? sweet corn. <laughs> yeah, a little it is butter, a little salt. Yeah. So oh, you're, good. You're Hard absolutely to beat. right. So, Alex, any, any new uh, shows you've been watching? We were just talking about some new shows because there are a couple of them. And I can't remember the name of the perfect one. It's the perfect something, but it's a really good show Mom and I were watching last night. I just, I need you to know this about me, Dad. I am the last person you should ever ask about uh, new TV. Second to last, maybe. So, after no. me. After you watch way more TV than I do. We don't watch new TV. You Almost watch, ever. Yeah, but you watch TV. You're going to watch the new Frasier, aren't you, Andy? 
I'm still on the fence about that. Oh, I feel like good. there's oh, a good maybe. chance that they are going to ruin it for me by having it be horrible. Not so far. It's, it's not horrible. Not at all. No? It's not horrible. No, well, that's laughing. good to know. Maybe Brittany, you like that? until the whole thing's out. Yeah. yeah. Well, that like, too. Andy, it's like... you, Andy, you are the demographic. Like, you liked Frasier. You and I are, like, the same age. And I don't know how you have an emotional attachment to Frasier, because as a kid, Thank I was you. like... Once the dog was off the screen, I was like, uh, no, bye. The That's puppy. what I said. I, I didn't like, watch it boring. until it was almost over. I got into it like the year of the last season. Know, but still, you were like 16. <laughs> no, I was, <laughs> like, I was not watching. <laughs> like, I was not watching people argue over if there could be an old chair in their Seattle apartment. <laughs> yeah. That was phenomenal. They, they bring that up in the first episode. It's eclectic. They? they bring up his yeah. chair. Yeah. Well, he's an old Jewish man. Yeah, Andy is. is an old Jewish man. I was, yeah, I was 17. When it ended. Yeah. 17 and ended. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you used to sit with mom and dad, and I'd be like, oh, the dog. Mm-hmm. Or I'd be like, Niall seems cool. And he's gay, so that lines up. That, that, that I would up, think yeah. that he's cool. And then that's all I, yeah. Well, it's like friends, too. I grew up, all of the, my classmates were always talking about friends. I could not have cared less. Friends is terrible. And then I, I got into it later when I was older. Yeah. And... I liked, but I don't understand how people who are like 12 years old could give a crap about friends. Mm-hmm. It's like the least yeah, relatable thing in the world to them. Yeah, it's like young 20s. They're like 30 years problems. old. They're like in their 30s by the time the show's over. Yeah, by the time so, it's over. So it's like. Gen Z fell in love with it over the pandemic. Oh, and okay. I don't know. I look at it and I'm like, it's just so dated to me because it was so trendy at the time. Yeah. That yeah. it doesn't hold up in 2023. It was so funny. The neighbor McKenna, who's 16 now. And so like during the pandemic, she was around 13. She'd be like, you're such a Monica. And I was like, how do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> you're such a Monica? Just oh, ask, ask her if she thought that they were on a break. She'll talk to you. Yeah, right. I should. Yeah. Eat my lobster. <laughs> oh, man. I've been re-watching when I do watch something, uh, Will and Grace. I haven't so, seen that since it went off the air. It's a good show. Hilarious. I used to love still, that like, show. Grace is. is one of the most obnoxious human beings. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just In like, real life? Oh, on the show, I'm like, shut up. I know. Like, she every is. word that comes out of your mouth, I'm just like, ugh. She's so self-centered. Yes. And like, to the point where you go, you're a terrible friend. That yeah. actually happens if you rewatch Sex in the City. You're like, Carrie, you're a terrible oh, friend. Horrible friend. So revisiting a Carrie is wild. Yeah. It is. You're like, she was awful. Why did I like her so much? No. Yeah, the but reason she to so watch, cool. The reason to watch Will and Grace was... Uh, Dragon Karen. Karen, yep. Jack and Karen. Karen were the best characters. I still, on the show, I'll be like part. folding laundry and I'll have it playing on my phone after the kids are in bed and I'll just be laughing out loud. And Dan mm-hmm. will peek his head and he's like, What you doing? Folding mm-hmm. laundry, laughing to yourself. <laughs> like, Megan Mullally and uh, who's the character? Sean who's Hayes. the actress? Oh, actress? That plays um, Grace. Deborah Messing. Deborah Messing. Deborah Messing. They have a real life feud. Yeah, they like hate they each do? other. Really? Hate yeah, and I don't other. think the feud came huh. up until they did the reboot. So I don't know what happens uh. in their adult life, like later adult life, that they are no longer speaking. Well, but. Deborah went a little nuts, I think. Yeah, she did. I was gonna say I've heard so many things about how she's just intolerable yeah. in general. She's, she apparently she's Lucy. a very not great person in real life. Right. She she did a really good job at Lucy, Tom. Oh, not yeah. 
She did what? Was that a TV thing? It was just one episode of Will and Grace. They did. Yeah, that's what it was. was. They did. And then they did a really photographic spread. I think in like EW back in the day that was pretty well covered. I think people were like, "Look, she's like the second coming of Lucille Ball." She looks exactly like her. She does look just nuts. That is true. You do have to look it up because if you like, they're side by side pictures, and it's like unbelievable. You know, oh Lucy wasn't my exactly. God, I know. <laughs> Lucy wasn't exactly even keel as a real person no. either. So. No. You have to be a little nuts to be that funny. Probably true. I That's probably so. true. Although Deborah Messing's not funny, but no. she's just nuts. So what are you seeing, Brittany? You really uh, close? No, it's That's haunting. They look so alike. It's they haunting. Do. It yeah. is. It is true. But Lucy, yeah, Lucy it's unbelievable. Can drink a Didn't she and Desi both drink themselves into a stupor? Desi definitely did. I don't know if um, Lucille Ball's drinking was as bad as her ex-husband's, but the two of them, I mean, they were magic together, and they were also equally as toxic together. Well, there's no doubt about that. It was that kind of deal, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. And then, of course, you had Fred Mertz, who was one of my favorite people ever born. I loved that guy. He was always crabby. Always. Very, very funny. That was a great show. The Lucy Show was one of the best. And you loved the Lucy Show from day one. One of the earliest shows I watched. Yeah, yeah. no question. Really? So again, yeah, he was I into like Frasier and I Love right. Lucy. Like as like a fourteen-year-old. <laughs> I never watched Cheers. <laughs> I never really Andy got into Cheers. Andy was a quirky kid, if I'm guessing correctly. I never really got into yeah. Cheers. And yeah, because you're not forty-five. <laughs> <laughs> you're not an alcoholic. Forty-five. <laughs> well, yeah, Cheers. You have to like the bar scene. I've never. Yeah. I think I've been in a bar yeah. three times in my life. Well, that's true. I'm not a bar scene kind of guy. One of the nope. no one knows my name. One of Nobody. The, <laughs> one of the greatest scenes is the very. I think it's the first. I think it's the first season. The bar as you'd walk in, ladies and gentlemen, at Cheers, you'd have to walk down a flight of stairs to get into the mm-hmm, bar, mm-hmm. and then the bar was a horseshoe, but it wasn't like the open end was facing to the left, not front or back. So it was a horseshoe. So there'd be a bar in the front and go around, and then there'd be a bar around the back. And uh, Nicholas Colasanto, who died during, I think, the second Coach. season. Coach was just phenomenal. He was great on there. So this guy comes in, and he's standing at the top of the stairs, and he points at the bar. And he goes, I want to know, I want you to know I just hate you. I don't want you anywhere near me. You're disgusting. Just, I'm just telling you flat out, don't you ever come near me again. I hate you. And he storms out. And this guy in the back of the bar goes, God, he's really mad at me. And Coach goes, oh, thank God. I thought he was talking to me. (laughs) (laughs) That is funny. It was brilliant comedy. It was really, really. Do we have any comedies like that now? Are there some comedies that are pretty funny? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like the 80s was really the height yeah, of the yep, sitcom. Yep. I mean, because you can name so many different sitcoms that you would rush to the television to go and watch. Oh, and yeah. I don't feel like we have that scene. There are funny shows out there and there are good sitcoms, but I don't feel like we have the abundance that we had in God, that era. It was so good, though. It was really, really good stuff. I think the well, funniest <clears throat> recent show that I've watched is Ghosts. Oh, is it? I don't it's know what that is. got to be up there. It's, it's a Ghost. show about... A couple inherits, I think, a mansion that's got a bunch of ghosts in it. The wife almost dies, and now she can see the ghosts, but the husband can't. Oh, that's right. She can see the ghosts, Sounds but he hilarious. can't. No, it's good. It is it a really is. good it's show. actually <laughs> very funny. And oh, I really okay. don't like modern TV humor. I think it's all pretty bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
especially it's so much of it is just like Marvel poisoned. It's like, oh, well, that just happened. Awkward. Yeah. Schitt's <laughs> oh, Creek is probably the Schitt's most Creek recent. I haven't really watched. That made it. me laugh out loud. Love that, that show. I was gonna say the three that I can think of that were semi-recent were, um, oh gosh, what was that one? New Girl. That was yeah. a little bit ago. New Girl is like 20 years old at this point. Not 20, but uh, like semi-recent. Yeah, 15, maybe, uh, yeah. 12 years old. There we go. Um, and Superstore. That made me Superstore laugh out loud quite fine. a bit. That was pretty funny. Because when it was funny, it was really funny. But it wasn't always really funny. And then Schitt's Creek. So, Andy, did you like the ghost from England or America? Because <clears throat> there were two separate versions. I haven't seen the English one. Yeah, the British one is pretty good, too. That's where the whole thing started. What so. is Ghosts on? Like, how do you watch it? Where is it? Is it ABC, Andy? Uh, I think so. I well, think like, we watched it on Hulu. Oh, I don't have Hulu. I think. You don't have Hulu. No, got Hulu's rid- got everything. I got rid of it. I was like, I don't watch Yeah, we don't, we don't have Netflix. <laughs> we don't even have Netflix. Wait a minute. If you don't have Hulu, how are you going to watch... CNN and Fox argue about every single thing there is to argue See, about. Pass. <clears throat> the only thing I watched on Hulu is yeah. Ghost is have, Paramount Plus. I don't have HBO. Oh, Channel Four then. I don't yeah, have Paramount CBS. Plus. What do I have? I don't even know Disney. what we have anymore. We have Disney, and I think we have Hulu, and I think that's about it. And I have point. Prime Video because it comes with Prime. Well, yeah, of course. And that's yeah. what I've been watching Will and Grace on. I think we have every channel ever. Yes, you have yes, more you than pretty you even sure know. You do, Tom. <laughs> and then there's nothing on. What should I watch? I'm like, you have every subscription yeah. that ever existed in the history of television. But how do you know that? Because you talk about it. Yeah. Oh, because Catherine brought it up to you. Is that what you're saying? No, you bring it up. I don't <laughs> think you're no, like, she goes, you bring it up. You bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The show's over. <laughs> we talked Close. right to the end. Oops. All right, Kristen, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Yes, see you all tomorrow. Thanks a lot. We'll be right back. Just a couple minutes, wrap things up. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Recently, Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC was contacted by a company that does on-site sales. Jim was confused. Wait, they don't know anything about us. Our staff, our reputation, most importantly, our customers. Hey, pal, no problem. We do them all over the country. You know, get the manager off the roof sale, inflatable gorilla sale, and our favorite, the 13-hour sale with a giant clock that goes to 13. Urgency, baby. We bring our crew because, well, your people are, let's just say, a little uh, laid back. And the pricing? Nothing special, sport. But Jim thought, we price competitively every day. Our prices are special. We definitely don't need these guys. But sale does convey some urgency, so he made a bold decision for his fine dealerships. Announcing the Valley Buick GMC 365-day sale. And we can even extend it a couple years or so. I got the Air Dancer guy, scratch-offs, plastic keys, bubble machine, Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley or Hastings or valleycardealers.com. Hurry. In a world that's racing a mile a minute, a split-second distraction can change everything. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. Every day we see too many people, heads buried in their phones, unaware of the dangers they're in. Texting and driving isn't just reckless, it's playing Russian roulette with your life and the lives of others. In just four seconds of distraction, you've driven the length of a football field. Is there any text message that's worth your life, that's worth the lives of others? I've been fighting for the rights of the injured for over 30 years but I'd rather you never meet me in a courtroom. So hear me now. Stop texting and driving. Pay attention. Value your lives and the lives around you. And if you won't, know this. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we're relentless. We won't back down. 
We bring justice to those that need it. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. Stuck in that endless loop of deciding what to watch next? I want to be free. Pluto TV has over 250 channels dedicated to every genre and entertainment, all for free. Pluto TV is TV the way it should be. Pluto TV, stream now, pay never. Your family is your legacy. Planning for a natural disaster will make sure you're all safe. Visit ready.gov forward slash plan today for the tools and tips you need to protect that legacy. That's ready.gov forward slash plan. A message brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. I now have living proof. We've only got a couple of minutes left in the show, but I now have living proof there is a God. You know how I know there's a God? Oh, dear. Flat out proof. I'm going to be out of town the week of December 10th. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you know why isn't that such a great thing? No. Pete Davidson's coming to Mystic Lake. I will not be in the state when he comes here. Most unfunny human being ever born. Pete. I mean, yeah, that's he's probably, not funny no. in the least. He's more oh, known okay. for his girlfriends yes, than he is. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like and his the way he looks. Mm-hmm. Whole, he has such a specific. He sure does. <laughs> face what the hell is it? Honest to God, <laughs> he's got a face. <laughs> Honest to God, Brittany. What is wrong with you? Why did he get to be so big? First of all, didn't that TV show he had just fail miserably? He was uh, in a which TV one show? was he? Uh, I only know Bump that he was in Saturday Night Live. What was Bump it called? Kiss. Bump Kiss. Bump Kiss. Yeah, Bump Kiss. Yeah. yeah, that was a stiff, wasn't it? But, he yeah, has... he joked about it on SNL not doing well. Like he's like, even with Joe Pesci, I still failed. So that was kind of funny. It sucked. Yeah. I never saw it, but I, he, I can't stand him. Yeah, he seems uh. like somehow he's this likable guy yeah. amongst like Hollywood circles. So he keeps getting these opportunities, yep. and then we kind of all like laugh at the fact that he's not doing great on any of the projects he really works on. So yeah, never. I don't understand how he's still around and yeah, yeah. in Guardians Volume Three. There you go. Apparently. And he's dated like... I do not remember him in that. Ten different... What was he? ...mega celebrities. Yeah, because didn't he date Kim Kardashian? Yes. And well, she dates got... everything that walks, so that's nothing <laughs> well, new. Yeah. That's, Jesus. That's Pete Davidson. He dates yeah. everyone that walks. Yeah, yeah, he does too. Yeah, you're yeah, right. He's like the bad boy kind of vibe of Hollywood that dates all these like good-looking girls because it will disappoint their parents. I just... Ariana I just, Grande. Yep. Kim Kardashian. What is the attraction? A bunch of different um, models. Maybe the bar is just so low for stand-up comedians. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. There is basically no bar for stand-up comedians. Well, And it's everybody calls themselves a comedian Mm because they can make these. They'll get on whether it's YouTube or TikTok where you can take the best take of the four hours of work that you did for this one little one-minute clip. And yeah. now you yep. call yourself a comedian, and then you so, get on stage and bomb because you can't have a redo. I ended up watching his stand-up special 
I don't. It was right after he broke or Ariana Grande broke up with him, and I really I was like, all right, let's just do some research. What what's your thing? Is he funny? Whatever. So I I watched it, and the only part which was actually one very funny part, but was when he leaned into the Ariana Grande part where he said something along the lines of, "Yeah, everyone's really excited because Ariana keeps talking about how you know." big my penis is and he goes but don't you think that's the best way to get revenge is like set me up for failure every time i'm with a woman to go oh it's not that big well, there you go <laughs> too much so you laughed uproariously at that one because i noticed the crowd really reacted it's one of those <laughs> you had to be there moments. Ariana, he's Ariana, i'm just saying his only parts that were funny was when he kind of leaned into the ariana thing and acknowledged what everyone they was there to listen for he talked about right. how she made a whole song about him, and that became like a viral oh, she audio. Did? Yeah, she thank wrote you "Thank next. You Next." Yeah, yeah. Um, and so when he, t- he finally talked about the things we wanted to hear about, were actually just his dating life, and you're like, that does not bode well for your stand-up comedy. No, we're not here because of your craft. We're here because of your personal life, and we want to laugh at you. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, I like the fact that I, I stepped up and said I don't care for him. I never thought he was funny. <clears throat> Because I thought I might get a little kickback, but nobody has ever argued with him. Nobody no, likes him. Because that, yeah, that's, that's not like a contrarian point no. to have. No. It's like, oh, yeah, no. Pete Davidson's not funny. And everybody's like, yeah, we know, but somehow people mm-hmm. are still going to his shows. I don't get I think, it. Mystic Light. I, I think he's cute, but I got to go. Do you really? Wow, what? Cute? Yeah, we do have to go. He looks like a bad guy. guys. Love you. See you later. Love you too, sister. Do you think Post Malone is cute? Kind of, but I got no, okay. daddy issues. Oh, wow. well. Goodbye. We'll talk to you later. That's going to do it for the show. Why should your business bank with North American Banking Company? Here's Landon and Gavin Miller of D&B Plating. I've always been impressed with their speed of answers to our questions, uh, and that has allowed us to expand and capitalize on opportunities in the market. North American Banking Company has never made us feel like a number. They've always treated us as a partner. For more information about North American Banking Company, go to nabanco.com or stop by any one of their Twin Cities locations. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you. Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you.
Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. Dougie, how's life in Baldwin? I love it, though it's a bit hard to find a half-calf, decaf, heavy foam. I'll give you some heavy foam. Yeah, that's what he said. Anyway, I just came back from the National Ford meeting and got to hear Bill Ford, Henry's grandson, and Jim Farley, who's the CEO, talk about the future of the company. It was really interesting, and I learned some cool stuff. Read this. Ford builds more vehicles in the USA than any other brand. Huh? I thought it would have been Tesla. Not even close. Keep reading. Ford outsold Toyota in 2022 and is on track to do it again. I didn't know that either. Probably these commercials. Yeah, sure, pal. Ford also has the largest number of assembly workers in the United States. You know, Tom, I've really fallen in love with the product. From the electrics to the super duties, thanks to you, a lot of people have reached out to put Ford on their list. If you want to talk cars in general or Ford specifically, reach out to me at Doug at FlagshipFord.com. FlagshipFord.com. At Staples, you can count on every project being print perfect, guaranteed. I need invitations and posters printed, and they have to be perfect. I need beautifully bound booklets and presentations for my business. Your invitations and booklets will be in captivating color and will be done right every time. That's Staples Print Big Promise. And right now at Staples, get $50 off your print purchase of $150 or more. Try Staples and see the difference. Ends 1014. Exclusions apply. See associate or visit staples.com slash print for details. 